0: Hi. Welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Robbins. I'm a clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today on the show, I have a story from one of our listeners that's absolutely fascinating and fits with what we've been talking about the past few weeks about auras. Here's Natalie Hartman's story. It was ten forty at night, and Natalie was on her way home from work. She had had a great day and felt like everything was going her way. She was in Austin, Texas, driving about seventy miles per hour on the highway when suddenly
1: I was hit by a drunk driver. Um, a guy wasn't paying attention. He he hit me pretty much head on. I was super happy that day. Everything was going great, and I felt like my life was like finally. Everything, you know, was just, I was happy. You know, everything was lining out for me. Um, you know, I had an audition and I got the audition and, you know.
0: It seemed like everything in Natalie's life was working out for her. And then she got hit. And here's how she describes what she felt.
1: It, well, I meditate a lot. So it was like that. Like when you meditate really deep and you, you go into that where you're floating feeling, everything went black. And I, I was looking at my hands. I remember, like my body, like my hands were still there. I could see my hands. Nothing else, though. And I could see myself. Like I was glowing, but everything was gone. Um, and I started saying, "Where is my steering wheel?" And then, I mean, I'm gonna. I, I was cussing in my in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but I I got mad after a while because I'm like, "What just happened?" I was going to my fr- where's my car where am I I was like somewhere else it was just suspended and um I said where the fuck am I what the fuck's going on I was frightened and and the reason the only reason I was able to like maybe kind of feel safe was because I meditate so much so when you meditate you can come out of that but when Mm -hmm. you this happened I was like am I not coming back what's going on yeah just. Over and over, I I just kept saying, what the fuck, where am I?
0: While Natalie initially questioned what was happening, suddenly things shifted for her, and she started to have some clarity about what was going on.
1: Everything changed and went to um, not dark anymore, but to like, I know people, it sounds so cliche, but it changed to like, white and golden and bright and warm and loving and just beautiful. Um, and it, it, the universe, whatever your belief, God, um, I, I was raised Buddhist, so my beliefs have changed because of this event. Um, because it wasn't Buddha that came to me, it was God or, you know, maybe my grandmother who recently passed away, but they gave me answers. They told me, yeah, you were hit and you're in a car accident, car spinning and you're, you know, I was floating up and they are like, I was like, I already went through the pain, you know, I already went through the pain. So, okay, let's do this. This feels, cr-. it was euphoric, you know? And I want, I was like, I'm ready, you know? Okay. And, um, and, it was beautiful. I mean, I can't express how beautiful it was. Mm. Um, and so I just kind of like started floating up, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Death didn't hurt, you know. It was that quick, and I was just like, "Cool, okay." So where where are we going now? You know what's up now? And and then I started. Um, and then it, I I started thinking like everything I didn't do with my life. Everything I just kept putting off doing. Um, You know, I never got remarried again. I never had a child. I never opened up an art gallery um, that I always wanted to do. Oh, see, it's hard. Um, And the, the thing is, is like, I had all these things, you know, I wanted to do. So I was like, and then I thought about what really, really, really got me. Was I'm never gonna be able to hug my dad mm. again? At that point, I started begging the universe to let me live. I said, "Please, I, I, I want to do all these things. Let me, let me go back. Please, let me. I don't care if I'm paralyzed. I don't care. Like, just let me, let me live through this.
0: Often, it is our love for others that bring us back.
1: The thought of not being able to hug my dad. That brought me back. They, whoever, telepathically, I don't know how this communication thing works. You know, it's like um, their thoughts, but their visions too. They're like, i they showed me everything that was happening and what was going to happen to me when I came to. And they told me what to do. I'm, your car's not going to, the door's not going to open. It's going to be hard to open it. You're going to be hurt. You're you know, ribs are going to be hurt. Your um, seatbelt's not going to come off. It's going to be hard to get it off. Car's still going to be spinning. And there's going to be smoke and gas in your, in your floorboard. And you need to run from your car. Airbag's going to go off, the second one. It, I came to, and the car is still spinning. Now, I had already, I don't, I mean, how long does it take to be in an accident? Not very long. But the other, the other realm, I was in the other realm. Time doesn't exist, it, it, right? It doesn't because I learned so much. My, I mean, I I learned so much and so like, and um. So I came, I came to. My head was like pushed against everything. They, they, they God, uh, angels were telling me happened. Like it happened exactly as they said it.
0: While Natalie had an incredible spiritual experience, when she returned to her physical body, she had to feel the pain of what it meant to be human.
1: Uh, I remember I was—it was painful. Like I was just like, man, I'm—I thought my face was going to be messed up because of the airbag. I didn't even care, Uh, and I thought I was going to be paralyzed because I couldn't. Like it hurt so bad my lower half because the seatbelt had crushed. Everything, but um, I got out. I ran down down the street as far away from my car because it was, you know, smoking and everything. And um, I I fell to the ground, and there was some girl across the street. She had just gotten off work, and she came over to me and held me until the ambulance got there. And um, the ambulance finally got there, and they were like where's the girl that was driving this car uh, or you know where's the person that was driving this car you know and the girl that helped me she was like she's over here I'm, I got her I got her and they're like we got to get her on your stretcher um the paramedic um I will never forget his eyes because they didn't know if I was going to live because I was hitting the head so hard like mm-hmm. it, it, like um so the paramedic they I, I, my neck was really really hurting and they put me on that thing, you know, it's flat and it's it's not very comfortable at all. And they put this thing around my head and stuff and they're like, I know it hurts, but you gotta stay straight. You gotta, you know, get you to the hospital and blah blah. And I, I said, can someone please call my dad? And paramedic that was helping me, he got he's like, Where's your stuff? He got my phone, he called my dad and talked to my dad, told him what happened and um let me talk to him because we didn't know if I was gonna live. You know, we mm-hmm. weren't like sure still so the paramedic got off the phone and I said, can you please do me a favor? Um, don't stop looking at me. Like, keep eye contact. He goes, I understand. Okay, you do? And he's like, he goes, we got we to gotta get your heart rate down. We got to get, you know, just don't worry.
0: Natalie was clear that even in this state, she wanted human connection.
1: It's like, you don't want to die alone. And that's why the eye contact thing, like, I was so frightened and he was too. Got to the hospital. um, They kept me overnight and everything and did all kinds of, you know, CAT scan, whatever, MRIs, everything. Um, Everything actually, I was blessed. Everything checked out fine. Hmm. No, nothing wrong with my brain. Nothing, you know, just they said you might have a concussion for a while, but there's no real damage. You have four broken ribs that'll heal. My family doctor was telling me, oh, you're, you're, this is definitely going to give you post-traumatic stress disorder for a while. And you're going to have a concussion up to six
0: months. In addition to her physical trauma, Natalie was trying to make sense of her spiritual experience and the psychological impacts that it had on her.
1: My brain was so overwhelmed, like with all the information it got, I couldn't function for like, a couple of months, like I just I would just burst out crying. Like mm-hmm. my dad, um, I, I held my dad so tight, like and I was and we were both crying, you know, and it was just like I'm s I am i could not believe I was given that opportunity to give you back. And I got to like be here be here with him. And I thank God every day that I'm here on this planet one more day. You know, I mm-hmm. I pray like every night, like I'm I'm so lucky.
0: Shortly. After her accident, Natalie started noticing changes in her visual field, which she initially attributed to something physical, but then discovered it was possibly more.
1: I started seeing flashes of light at at night, you know, like little lights here and there, and I'm like, maybe I tore my retina. And I talked to Dr. Cliff and everything, and I went to the optometrist and she was like, no, um, you don't have a ton Your eyes are fine. She said that, um, you meditate a lot. I know that. And because of this experience you went through, she goes, maybe you've tapped into something and you're seeing Nora's I said, why are you talking to me right now? I see light around you. I, I, mm. I just, I can't, it's freaking me out and I don't know how to, um, have a conversation with somebody and, um, listen to them when I'm seeing light around them is, you know, it's very difficult. Do you so, see
0: different colors of light or is it just? Yes, moonlight? ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, I do.
0: Natalie reached out to a doctor, Dr. Cliff Thomas, who helped her start to understand her gift. But what she started to see around those who were helping her heal was fascinating.
1: I can't help but see like purple and light. Especially with Dr. Cliff, he is like this indigo freaking bright, you know, and it's because he works on himself and he, all the time and he's helping people constantly. That's what I think that aura like represents about a person, their emotions and what they are mm-hmm. going through and he's constantly giving, you know, and then my mom is the same way. And her oral change, she's got like a rainbow thing going on sometimes. And
0: can you describe exactly what it looks like and where you see it?
1: Yeah, I see, um, um,
0: mm-hmm. I like see a crown.
1: Yeah, like around. And sometimes, like if they're sick, um, I, I can see it other places. So if people, when they met, if they meditate, or the more the, the more that you're working and helping people that's why I, it's easy to see yours. Like you, you can, you kind of resonate like, like Dr. Cliff does, but your color's different. So, hmm. and it's not, a, you just don't ever want to be red. Um, and here's the story about how Dr. Cliff Thomas helped me. Um, so we've decided nothing's wrong with my eyes. My optometrist, mm-hmm. my optometrist and my family doctor, nothing wrong with my brain. <laughs> I mean, you know, physically wrong with it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Dr. Cliff was like, well, um, you know, maybe you should get into chronic healing, you know, because he started doing chronic healing on me when he was overseas and he had found out about my accident. So he was doing healing from a distance, light healing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he started thinking, well, if you're seeing these colors and stuff, you know, you might have tapped into something.
0: While Natalie could see auras, she wasn't quite sure what to make of them or how to make sense of them until she met a woman and it started to clarify things for her.
1: I contacted this lady and she was like in her, I guess, late 60s, I want to say. So I went to her house and um, she just came outside, brought me the the painting. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then I looked up at her and I'm like, whoa. And I I wanted to say, ask her if she'd been painting, like, red, like, if she's painting, like, because she looked, she had red paint all over. Mm-hmm. Like, from her chest, like, from here to, like, here. It was all, glo- like, it was all red. Hmm. And, and I, I was like, okay, she's talking to me about all these places I need to go in London, and I, what is going on? Like, so I didn't say anything to her that she was glowing red or that you know there was red on her or something I just I looked at her skin when I would look at it directly like like her arm i looked directly at it it wasn't red but when I started looking at her and talking to her that's when I would see the red hmm. all around her but then I noticed again I would did it again I looked right directly where I was seeing the red no red and I'm starting to think I'm going crazy so I'm like all right, um, got to wrap this conversation up. I'm, so I'm having a conversation in my head, trying to have a conversation with her, and I'm like, gotta, sorry to cut this conversation short, but, you know, got to go. Um, I'll thank you for the painting.
0: Unsure about what she saw, Natalie reached out to her mentor, and he encouraged her to reach out to this woman and share with her what she saw, because it might be useful information in terms of her health.
1: In any event, I I text her exactly what he said to text. Has anyone told you you have a glow to you? Just you know, as sweet as possible. And she immediately texted me back, and she was like, "Oh my God, you just made my day! I just got diagnosed with fourth stage breast cancer, mm-hmm. and um, I had to do radiation treatments this morning, and I'm just not feeling well." And I was like, oh my "God." So I called Dr. Cliff and he goes, Natalie, you ha- you're you able to see the light. You're able to see the auras. You're able to, you have to take these classes because is. you're not going to be able to, you-, you need to learn how, because most people want to learn how to see the colors and mm-hmm. how to see the auras. He goes, you already know it. Now you need to learn how to shut it off mm-hmm. so you can communicate with people and then turn it back on. You can't shut it off.
0: Natalie took classes to learn how to control this new talent that she found. As a working physical therapist, sometimes the auras still creep in, but generally she can manage whether or not she sees auras. However, anytime anybody hears that she is able to read auras, they're instantly curious and want their aura read. Natalie will usually oblige and tell people what she sees. And then she will get back to her traditional healing in which she's used to physical therapy. If you enjoyed today's podcast, you can find Natalie at Naturally Cosmos on Instagram. And don't forget, please take the time to rate and review my podcast, it really helps. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins or send me an email at Dr. Amy Robbins at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Curious about what comes next and what it all means? You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to podcasts and find life, death, and the space between and hit subscribe. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. Ask me any questions you might have. Let me know what else you'd love to hear about or just share your story. I can't wait to hear from you.